0: This is Meet the Movie Press. It's December the 7th, 2018. Coming up on the show, Golden Globes nominations. Chris McQuarrie considers Star Trek, those Marvel trailers. And Kevin Hart is hosting the Oscars. What? (laughs) Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk.
1: Featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We
2: talk movies. And now... Here's Popcorn Talk's Meet the Movie Press.
0: This is Meet the Movie Press. It's December the 7th, 2018. My name is Simon Thompson. You can find me on social media at Showbiz Simon on Instagram and Twitter. And on Facebook, this is Simon Thompson. Well, it's been a very quiet week for movie news, hasn't it? Nothing has happened. We have a lot to get through. Let me introduce
3: everybody first of all. Dimitri, hello. How are you? Hey, movie fans. Hello, panel. Who are you? Where can we find you? Keep it quick. It At DMovies1701. Also, find me on Popcorn Talk Network's Anatomy of a Movie, where today I'll be talking along with my, my hosts and panelists. The Green Book.
0: Fantastic. Scott
3: Menzel. Very nice. Welcome Dimitri.
1: to you. Hi, you? everyone. Uh, Scott Menzel. Find me on Twitter, Instagram, at the other Scott M. We'll save the rest of the spiel for later. Okay.
2: And welcome back, Neil. Thanks, guys. Happy uh, Hanukkah. Happy, happy Pearl Hanukkah. Harbor Day. Yeah, uh. yeah, but Happy Hanukkah. Yeah, absolutely, that's it. Uh Good to have you back. Uh, where should nice people back. find you if they don't know who you are? At Neil Turrets, N E I L T U R I T Z on Twitter, at Six Word Reviews on Instagram, number Six Word Reviews.
0: Good to have you back in LA. Great to be back. Visiting from New York. Yep, here doing a, week. a movie business. Movie business, but we can't and talk and about that. It's very exciting, but we can't talk about. That. Yeah, it's, it's a just, lot happening. You have a, to I'm, throw that
3: sneak attack. Yeah, okay, very in demand.
0: Talking about a lot happening this week, as evidenced by. Okay, so. <laughs> Kevin Hart <laughs> he's hosting the Oscars mm-hmm. he's not now hosting the Oscars is
2: he? I don't think
0: he is uh, so I mean that that, that was quick that, that was, <laughs> that was that escalated quick. quickly was he
2: even the host for 24 hours? no uh, no No, no.
0: no. Uh, Obviously, you know what. If you don't know the story, and I'm amazed if anybody doesn't, even in this short sort of you know news span, uh, Kevin Hart was announced as being the uh, the host of this year's Oscars here in Los Angeles uh, early next year. Uh, It very quickly became apparent that he'd made some uh, anti-gay. Uh, comments uh, on Twitter uh, a number of years ago. Uh, those became public again. Those reared their heads and as a result uh, he was asked uh, basically by the Academy to make a decision. Apologise for those comments or no longer host the Oscars and Kevin Hart is now no longer hosting the Oscars. Um, we'll spend a bit of time on this but not too long. Uh, first of all, uh, Neil, let's get your thoughts on this first of all from a uh, position of uh, kevin and an apology uh, and whether the academy made the right decision by asking him to stand down
2: well um from his perspective he you know his whole thing was i've covered this before i don't want to cover oh. it anymore i feel like i've talked about it and i don't need to talk about it anymore which is the wrong way to go about it if you do something like this you have to mea culpa especially now yeah mea culpa over and over and over again until people forgive and the thing is billy i don't know if you saw what billy eichner tweeted i did yeah You know, he said, this is unacceptable, you know, as long as you know, you can't just a real genuine apology would have gone a long way. I think that what's what's lost here and I just occurred to me as we were as you were talking about it, you see this more and more from African-American men of a certain age. Who came up and, you know, throwing the F word around and calling people gay was just part of what they did. Eddie Murphy did it. You said it at breakfast, Mm -hmm. the delirious. Delirious. You know, and then again in Raw. Yep.
3: And, Mm -hmm. you know,
2: I think that that's just something that they grew up with. Mm -hmm. And so it's a hard shift to make. That doesn't make it okay. Yeah. But it's definitely there.
0: One argument I heard this morning um, on the radio was the fact that Kevin Hart is a comedian. And comedians can say things that are outrageous within the comedy routines on on all sides of the political spectrum and social spectrum. Uh, And I agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. But these comments were not made within a comedy routine. I mean, we all remember, as you say, Delirious, Eddie Murphy, throwing around uh, anti-gay comments, which, okay, are still anti-gay comments at the end of the day. But they're in the context of a situation, of, of a joke, of a narrative. Now, these weren't that. So I think they have to be handled differently. I think it's great that Kevin has offered an apology of sorts. However, the apology has to be genuine and it has to be to come from a change of heart and a change of mind and not because people got upset and it might hurt your dollars at the box office. Um, I think, really, if he, if he is going to apologise and if he means it, there has to be some sort of reconciliation, some sort of outreach. Mm. But, but for it to be genuine and not be there's a big difference for being sorry for something that you say and there's a difference between where you're sorry for being caught saying something that you said and i think we have to be very careful with the context of that very quickly also
2: there's also Mm. the proper apology of i'm genuinely sorry for what i said and how i said it and for you know for hurting other people and that was never my intention because of this and then there's the apology i apologize if anyone was offended Mm. fuck you if you, you, you <clears throat> clearly people yeah. are offended, how about owning your shit? I mean, the idea of saying I'm sorry if people were offended. Well, I'm sorry people are, were offended too. But what does that have to do with anything? I I mean, own what you've said and own what you've done. Well,
0: I, I have, I have um, LGBTQ you, plus. Oh, it's <laughs> my Well, thought. no, I mean, I, I have, I have members of my family that are part of the LGBTQ plus community. I have friends. I have colleagues. I have associates. And I'll be honest with you, if you if you're gay or you're racist. Hollywood probably isn't the place for you. Mm, no, because you're kind of—it's like being anti semite and then working in Hollywood. I'm like, <laughs> like Dimitri. I'm to i just thinking. I'm just thinking <laughs> think you might be maybe in the not the right job. Maybe I'm
3: just saying not the right environment, Dimitri. Well, there's so much going on. I think to unpack, so to speak. Hmm. Number one, uh, the, the whole—they're a little bit late in the game picking a host at this point. I mean, mm-hmm. I know that they're scrambling, yep. but it's a lose-lose situation, okay? People are offended now. Why weren't they offended, how many years ago was it? I mean, this it is what I don't understand. How many? Well, pa- was, I, and, and, and I'm not defending. Ago. I am not, not, not defending this, but mm. we had a similar situation happen with um, the director of Guardians of the James Galaxy. James, James Gunn, Gun. yeah. yeah. Gun, yeah. Okay? He said something years and years yeah. and years ago, yeah. right? He lost a job and mm-hmm. and and he he too lost a job for something that was done a decade ago which his his whole zeitgeist there's a he's changed he's, he he apologized i mean i'm and again i am not defending the comments i'm not defending the the words but yeah. like now isn't the time to be offended by this i mean he was chosen you can't go back like to my knowledge from how i've seen kevin hart whether i like or dislike his comedy mm. right i haven't seen i haven't seen him treat people badly i know he's had some personal issues family wise but i haven't he hasn't exhibited cruel behavior to people mm. that i've noticed and this is going back eight years to your point about the apology yes you could he could have made a sincere apology he could have said Hey, you know what? That was eight years ago. It's a different time, a mm. different me. I never meant to harm anybody then. I don't mean to harm anybody now. I truly do apologize. And maybe he could have still kept his job. He chose to step down. I read yeah. what he wrote today. Um, but again, you're going back so many times, eight years ago, and when his movie started coming out, nobody was crying foul. Yeah. And so I, I don't know. I, I would like, like, you like you to can't add. Pick and
1: choose. I would like to add just briefly <clears throat> sure. that. I agree with Neil's point about the approach to the apology and the or the lack thereof. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But here's my here's my issue. And again, like Dimitri, I am not standing up for Kevin Hart in this situation. Mm -hmm. If we were to look at any of us at this table or any of us at in Hollywood. Yeah. I'm sure that there's dirt on someone that we can dig up. hundred percent. For every single person
2: at some point in time, mm-hmm. whether... I used to molest badgers. <laughs> oh, no. You know, I figured it out myself. It was that honey badger thing um, that really set you off. Honey badger uh, really, really don't Scott, give a shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but,
1: but, but what I was saying about that is just that there's so much dirt on everyone in Hollywood <clears throat> that if someone decided to dig a little deeper, they can find something on the biggest A-lister, mm-hmm. I'm sure. And I I think it's very strange because we're living in a in a in a time right now where I feel like no one's being safe, no one's safe anymore, and it's just everyone is so quick to judge nowadays. We mm. just like, oh my god, this happened ten years ago. Fire them, get rid of them. Like the thing with James Gunn, like you brought up, the thing with Kevin Hart. It's just it's this is we're setting this this this. I don't know, this example right now of that anyone who has had a pass has to now work extremely hard to delete it, you know, or try to cover it up mm-hmm. because essentially we're at this, we're in attack mode and everyone is just continuously being
2: attacked. No I think we're right. in hypersensitive mode. Yeah, and yeah. hypersensitive yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sorry, go on. Just one quick thing to add yeah. and that is what's interesting is that the academy could have done a better job vetting, oh, and I well, think of that course. this is something that doesn't come up quite as often mm. when something like when a when a when a performer or an artist of some kind takes a job has to leave the job because of something they've said or done. Mm. Let's go back to the people who are vetting and kind of. Getting out ahead of this so that this thing doesn't happen at all. I get it, but nobody's looking back a decade. But they should. Oh, why? Or they should. Or, or because like, here's why: because they apt. They, because <clears throat> and I'm not. Again, I'm not defending the fact that people are hypersensitive. I constantly complain about people being hypersensitive. I'm saying that you need to be able to anticipate. The issue okay. that's
0: what i'm saying so. i mean I, I, the reference yeah. the, we're going to move on from this in just a second because i don't want this to become the whole show and we have a lot of stuff to cover this week Damn right but i we think do. it's something we, we have to to discuss
3: but did something else happen i think yeah
0: <laughs> i think the the, the the fact here i think also the, the comment was made that it was eight years it was ten years ago eight years ago
1: yeah
0: um yeah no absolutely and why wasn't it at the time well at the time kevin Hart wasn't as big as he is now and at the time kevin hart's generally his audience was slightly different and i think he wasn't he wasn't seen as the family entertainer that he is now mm. i think the context of kevin hart has shifted and i think then when you take something that was from a past time and you put it into a current placement it it is going to jar it is going to offend but at the end of the day the language that he used could be construed as offensive. I think the difference with James Gunn is the fact that the comments that Kevin Hart made can, can be are and certainly can be construed as uh, homophobic whereas the things that James Gunn said were things that were off color um off the wall but not actually things that he felt or did. Um it was more like an exposition.
2: Context is everything. Context yeah.
0: is everything. But uh i've worked with kevin hart i've seen him interact with members of the lgbtq community um he treats people with respect i think like you say i think if you go back through anybody's you know if you look far far enough into anybody's history you can find things that are inappropriate i have used language like that myself over over my years um and and in certain situations i'm certainly now not proud of it at the time i thought it was entirely acceptable absolutely what i hope we can do is i think he's done the right thing to step down because i think if didn't it would overshadow the oscars and i think the oscars are very much about the art and the artists and i think that's really important we've had several issues over the last couple of years important issues but <clears> that <throat> has over over you know sort of overtaken the art so i think he's made the right thing i hope kevin hart can look at what he said look at his actions and look at the the reaction to an action and perhaps i'm not saying it will change his mind or change his opinion if they haven't changed but I think it'll make you maybe look at it in a new light and see that when you say something or you type something, it's you know people will see it and some people will get upset by it.
1: I, and mm-hmm. I and I one one little yeah, sure. minor then thing we'll is that on. people tend to forget that yep. social media is public. It yeah. is, yeah. and, and it's like I I see this even in in the journalist world where people tweet and they, yep. they say some really angry things yep. towards studios and PR people and Don't talent. Don't know who you're talking about and. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And it's just amazing because then they were like, oh, I wonder why I got passed for this. I wonder why this didn't happen. It's like everyone sees it. Even if you block someone, it still shows up so there you go <laughs> so, you yeah, throw. Yeah, it's still there. someone
0: screenshotted it somewhere we're going to move on to the Golden Globes nominations in just a second but some really interesting chat coming up uh, in the, a lot of chat actually on this today uh, Scott Boswell a backlash is going to come when people are going to stop apologizing and then what comes next Glamoury uh, they're martyrs in our evolution that's how it's always been it's a necessary evil I think yes Zai Spilu the propaganda um, SJW LGBT community are after any and everyone and it's crazy I don't think that's entirely true I think when you see an injustice, you have to stand up against it. I don't think that makes a social justice warrior. I think that makes you standing up for decency. I don't think it's about social justice. I think you know certain things are wrong. I know that stabbing someone is wrong. So I don't stab somebody. Again,
2: context is everything. Context is
0: everything. I really don't think we can label this as a social justice warrior. I'm sure if you had someone in your family, uh, let's say who was slow, and someone referred to them by the R word, You might find it absolutely fine to use that word to somebody else or in a jokey context when it's used against you. You feel very differently. So I don't think it's fair entirely to label it SJW. Uh, Straight Edge Vegan Bell. I hope they pick someone uh, not into political jokes. I honestly think they should have kept Kevin. Uh, Good luck finding someone who never said anything someone else didn't like. No, I think absolutely. You you can't please everybody (laughs) all the time. I think the Oscars, there are going to be political jokes. Someone I suggest that they take, I would say Tiffany Haddish. I think I, Tiffany I, Haddish would do a really
3: good that's,
1: job. That's one of the front runners I, I think, think everyone's she would be a really about. good example. She
3: could. I, I just say, you know, you get somebody like Jimmy Kimmel back, but he probably doesn't want the job. Look, the true. bottom line is yeah. this. It's a lose-lose situation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're going to take this job, people are going to criticize you, whatever. But, uh, yeah. it, it, you are going to be blamed for so much. If the ratings go down, it's because I'm a host. And, Can't be worse than when James Franco hosted. the Okay, guys,
0: at the end of the day, the yeah. award show ratings are go. Down, I don't see that changing anytime soon. Nope. There are people who won't watch the awards ceremonies because they think it's West Coast elitist stuff or they're just not interested. So I don't think whoever hosts, I don't think is going to affect the figures that much. Fundamentally, real people don't watch the awards. They find the clips the next day, and they're interested in some of the films they haven't even seen because they can't access them.
2: Yes, right. so Absolutely. I think at the
0: end of the day, the whole thing about oh, will it draw the crowds? I think it's kind of it's a it's a moot point and slightly irrelevant. Let's that, move on though. One, one last thing, okay. with
2: that in mind, and as a public service, I am volunteering to host the 2019 Oscars.
0: I would love to see Ellen DeGeneres do it as well, not, and not even because a nod she's a woman not because offering? she's gay. I think. I mean, wow. maybe wow. You I think we should be. all just wow. meet the movie press. Wow. Meet should the movie press. Do I'm not with saying a look. you shouldn't do it. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I'm saying that I should. <laughs> I don't do you welcome here. I'm <laughs> the same size as Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Golden Globe nominations reactions this week. Golden Globe? Uh, no, Golden Garden Globes Glo- nominations. Uh let's talk about this. We need to keep this again quite tight, guys. Sure. Uh, we have a lot to get through on the show today. Uh Golden Globes nominations. What were you really surprised about? Were you surprised by any of the nominations? A Couple of things a lot of people didn't see nominated in the film category they expected to. Uh your thoughts on this. Oh, I was I was shocked by
1: the Mary Poppins love. Me too. I was very shocked Me by too. that.
0: Do not understand.
1: I, I do not understand. And uh there's there's quite a few films that I feel like have gotten very little love this this year one being the hate you give uh the other um don't say hereditary
2: don't say hereditary no
1: no 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 ben Ben is back for julia roberts i thought she gave a phenomenal she's terrific in it yeah a phenomenal performance completely overlooked uh and um but the rest of them were pretty predictable i would say for the most part they were pretty predictable
3: yeah i mean there is there is a couple that i haven't seen so full transparency Again, uh, you haven't just seen full to... transparency. Oh my yeah. god,
0: it's amazing. It's, it. a it's a year. Netflix it's movie! Year. I love it! Don't it's very much
3: stuffed! It's,
0: okay. Sta- it's amazing! So sorry to meet you, Carrie. I was
3: on. just gonna get on my soapbox, my, my biggest problem. <laughs> is I've seen the soapbox, it's amazing! <laughs> Five stars! <laughs> sorry, Carrie. Not Soapdish, dish. it's <laughs> the sequel. I love that movie anyway. If you'd get on the soapbox, you'd be taller.
2: No, oh! You'd be taller. I saw that movie. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Wow.
0: Hey, I'm there we are st- talking st- about hate speech. There we go. Come on, so, Dimitri.
1: Meet the movie My press staff. <laughs> I don't
3: get paid for this gig. <laughs> oh, we pay for this gig. Oh, we. Pay. Okay, oh, Dimitri, Dimitri, your point, please. My point is, I'm tired of seeing Roma being nominated for theatrical stuff. Okay, we all know. I'm just gonna say again. It's a Netflix movie. And until Netflix wants to play by the theatrical distribution like rules that are put in place, like Amazon and even Apple is going to be doing, we as reviewers are, I myself as a movie reviewer, I have a responsibility to protect the movie-going experience. Mm. Netflix wants to dismantle that. I mean, Ted Sarandos just had a volley of, of, of firings like he was lobbing bombs against exhibitors this past week saying how they're ruining the experience. And I'm like, no, sir, you are. I kept on thinking of a lot, too, Simon. Like, I do pay attention to things you say about how sometimes I, wouldn't. I was well, going to say, you pay attention oh. to what Simon says. He, he does, because Simon, Simon says so. Simon says, touch your nose. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways... No, because Simon's point is, to some of these platform releases, is that they don't get to certain... Parts of the country where they're accessible. Mm -hmm. Well, with a Netflix movie, it's even less accessible because so many exhibitors won't play it.
0: Uh, And also, with something like Roma, I'll be honest with you, I don't think Brian in Idaho is waiting with bated breath for Roma. But somewhere, Sarah, somewhere in
2: Idaho, Brian's looking around going, what, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing? That's Brian! I'm just saying, saying, you, man. You know and, what or though?
3: he's saying, what is Roma? <laughs> <laughs> but, but Sarah in Idaho may. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. I yeah. mean, like, I, I watched Green Book this week and I was saying to myself, God, I'm so glad this isn't a Netflix movie that people are being able to enjoy this really feel good movie, and it's expanding mm. because of its popularity. And if Roma were, were given a release and people were liking it, it would have that expansion too, and allow people to see it at a theater. I'll see it when it's on Netflix, but do not nominate this for theatrical and put it in theatrical release nominated for an Emmy or a Cable Ace Award do they even still have Cable Ace Awards I don't
2: know Uh, what about a home video VHS uh, uh, Blockbuster Award yeah
3: a Blockbuster Award I miss
0: Blockbuster (laughs) My god I miss Blockbuster just (laughs) let's
3: not condone this because it'll just chip away once they once Netflix and Ted Sarandos He's going, oh, see, I'm legitimized. Mm. And I'm going to keep on doing this and chip away at the theatrical release. And then eventually it'll be the movie going. But experience. also
0: you say, I mean, it's, it's, um, this is a story I, I, we probably won't get to later, but I just want to give it a mention here because it's in context. Christmas Chronicles, watched by 20 million people, which Netflix incorrectly oh my compares God, yes. I'm to so a glad 200 million opening weekend. No, it's not. No, it's not. N- no, it's not. It's not. It's Baloney. It's
1: baloney. And it's
3: the first time... They've, but, they've dropped
2: a number like yeah, that. Yeah, it's the yeah. first time they've ever dropped a what number. What happened to the number no, with no, no. Bright? No, it's the second time. They did it with Bright. Oh, oh they, they did yeah, it with they did what, Bright. What was the... Forgive me. What was 11, the number? 11, 11 million people, so it was a $70 million opening. What and
0: also the figure 100% of the people didn't like it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Including Wisman. I just I, I, <laughs> I, <have, laughs>
2: I have one counter to that, which is... I, well, I agree with the broad strokes of what you're saying. Yeah. And I know that we're talking about Golden Globes, but I just want to address the one thing, which is... The fact that that you that, that that they put Roma in theaters, even limited release, to get the the qualification is legitimate because any it's, independent film there's it, it goes for independent film. If you remember last year, Steven Spielberg had this whole r- r- rant about mm-hmm. this, and I wrote a column when oh, my yeah. when 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 my tracking board was still a news operation, and I still had my thrice weekly column. I wrote about the fact that you can't isolate. If, if, if it hits a theatrical re- release, you have to give it credit it for it. Just that. because, no, 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 but it's got to be, no, just
3: studios will, will purposely, again, you're not understanding. Let's keep this side because I want to keep it to nomination. I'm sorry, but. It's fine. To me, it's very just, passionate. I've I I distribution, I know how this works. You put a movie out uh, on a platform release. Mm. With, with the expectation that it'll broaden and go wider, you put it out in December for that small window. We're, we're, that, we're, we're, make, I, that I understand. Right. So, and so we're in agreement about that. Right. So just because you have it, it. Need be disqualified because he's breaking the rule. He's not keeping that film out within. Yeah. Let's just say it's an arbitrary ninety days, but that's the video window. He wants to. He, his first thing was I'm going day and date, and then he pushed it. Oh, I'll do it three weeks. Again. He's making his own rules again. Okay. I'm not yeah. arguing that. Part. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, so, guys, I just want to get sorry. I just want to keep it to Golden Globe sure, sure, nominations yeah. because we <laughs> everything we else don't I, I we have so much to get through on the right. show this week. We just don't have enough time to, to go into that this sure. week. We can revisit that again. Uh, uh, Scott, let's talk about Golden Globe nominations. You were saying you it wasn't really entirely surprising.
1: No, I didn't think any of it was all that ex- surprising. I mean, the only thing for me was Mary Poppins because yep. I feel like that kind of came out at the last minute, and I feel the reaction seems more mixed than anything for that movie, huh. and I'm kind
0: of surprised.
1: I mean, I can, A I can Rob can,
2: Marshall movie yeah. mixed reaction. Yeah, I'm shocked. I, me too. Me too.
0: In- interesting point in the chat. Um, and can I just say on the chat? Um, this show is very much about inclusivity and we occasionally do get some people in the chat who are looking to to stir stuff up and and, and make outrageous comments. Rabble rouse. This this is not, that's not the forum for that and we don't appreciate that. So please be considerate when you're taking part in the chat. It's a very important part of the show but really there's, you know, you just need to be respectful. You can disagree but no need to, you know, please keep it respectful.
2: Yeah, and if you don't fuck off.
0: Well, there is that. That was that was that was going to be PS. Um,
2: well, so I'm, I mean, I'm obviously regular, with, with so the no, that. it's fine
0: with yeah. with the Mary Poppins. Um, I mean, I, I I I was not. I mean, we discussed this previously. Not a massive yeah. fan of that movie. However, there's a lot of creativity in that film that I think is best served for recognition and award stuff. When it comes to uh, visual uh, costuming, that kind of thing, yes. song, absolutely. I was very surprised I'm to fun. see it being quite so present in the Golden Globes. Um, also, someone in the chat was saying they're very they're they're quite surprised and getting slightly annoyed by the comparisons with the the original movie because obviously they are different films they are different films sure. however once you've seen Mary Poppins as we have there are there are so many things that are basically co- cut and paste and changed juxtaposed where Chimney Sweep becomes a, a street lighter there's so much even though this is a new movie that is almost like a, a reskin you of the original film. You can't film. escape it. You cannot escape it. So it, it, I can understand the annoyance, but it is something that is entirely acceptable, and I do think justified. Neil, anyway.
2: I think part of the problem here with the mainstream entertainment press, and even with us sitting here at this yeah. table, is that we continue to legitimize a completely nonsensical award show. It is a completely well. nonsensical award show, and the thing is, I've said, I've said it in print, I've said it here. I've said it on my own podcast that I say, I've said over and over again, the Golden Globes is completely ridiculous. It is, it is the, the, the populist opinion of a bunch of foreign quote unquote journalists who Throw a bunch of stuff up the wall up on the wall because they want to throw a big party. It is an illegitimate, ridiculous enterprise that I will continue to say and belt out to the back row until I get nominated for awards. I, I was gonna say, I, yeah, absolutely. When I get course, nominated, it's the best w- awards, at the which most point I will one. become a complete raging hypocrite <laughs> and would love no. to have And you on I will the show. come back on the show and say, <laughs> Let me tell you how excited I am to be nominated for Golden Globe. But seriously. You say, I don't understand how Mary Poppins gets all this love. Because yeah. they want Emily Blunt to show up at the award right. show. Yeah. And
3: I, I don't disagree. I, again, working in distribution and booking and and, and and working in print control for a bit. I booking prints. They're extortionists. Yeah. They will, like, if they don't get the print when they want the print, they will not give you love. Now, I just want to talk about Lin-Manuel. You know. yeah. so, oh, yeah. I mean, his so following right now. I yeah, mean, they they want, want They want, want Emily yeah. and Lin-Manuel to right. show up at yeah. the, uh, the party. And And, and the thing is. is, though, too, other nominations, like well, you said, not surprising, but I was happy to see. So I was happy to see Black Klansman. Mm. Right? Yes. I was happy. I I was even movie. happy to see, believe it or not, I'm happy to see... Movies like even a Black Panther. Why? Because yeah. they're popular commercial films, which usually don't get love in the in the Academy Awards. Which I think we're going to see a shift this year. Oh, we so definitely are. So I'm glad are. to see that commercial films. That that they they can be quality too, but I think you so, you can't you
0: can't please everyone. I mean, because there's a section true. of the audience that is like, oh, it's populist. Then you have a section of the audience going, oh, it's elitist. There's always going to be a section of the audience that's like, this doesn't represent me. Uh, so I I just think I have no problem with the Golden Globes being the populist foreign press kind of awards, sorry, you know, the, 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 somewhere between an MTV movie awards <laughs> and the Oscars, um, if that means that people might explore cinema and find it a bit more accessible. Uh, so I think absolutely it's a, it's a, it's a, a, to me, it's a, it's a valid award in the fact that I think it is an art for the people uh, that I think is accessible to the people. And I'm just sometimes surprised. Very pleased to see a number of the nominees, especially a lot of the high rating ones. Uh, Me too. I was the very very one quickly. thing that
1: I wanted to say was I predicted the Constant Wu nomination yeah. before the movie even released. Yeah, and I yeah. thought that was interesting. Constance, be- Constance. Sorry, sorry.
0: Jesus uh, man, <laughs> racist. No, it's, wait, is, is Jesus man Marvel or DC? <laughs> um,
1: so.
3: uh, but, but yeah I, just, I was so happy yeah, that I that, that got a nomination why do you constantly get her name wrong uh,
0: ok <laughs> AFI honors this week as well Black Panther Mary Poppins Returns A Quiet Place and more best movies of 2018 very surprising Mary Poppins Returns on that list uh, an interesting list you should check that out also I don't know who this is The Los Angeles Online Film Critics Society nominations. If only there was an acronym that was snappy for that group. I don't know. Their nominations were announced this week. Uh, Black Panther, star is born and Searching among the nominees. Scott, have you ever heard of these people? I have no idea what this is. Who are they? Okay, so tell me about the uh, Los Angeles Online Film Critics Society nominations this week.
1: I was shocked by these nominations. Yeah, outraged. Well, yeah, I mean... this, this, show, I, I think our award ceremony is is something that's very different mm. from a lot of uh, other award ceremonies.
0: Is Emily Blunt turning up? I don't know yet. Okay. Um, oh my Just god, like, <laughs> maybe um, um, yeah, yeah. if they
2: want, I can't <laughs> host the Oscars, I'll come and host yeah, yeah, yeah. That. yeah. yeah. Leave them alone. The I'm overwhelmed.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's Scott saying, all right,
1: sorry. Um, Dimitri has the giggles, yes, he does, he really does. Um, <laughs> do. no, but. Uh, you know, the goal of the creation of this organization mm-hmm. was to showcase and highlight different and unique voices in film criticism. And I'm happy to report that we are one of the uh, few critics groups that actually has an even split of men and women, mm. and and a lot of diversity in our group. So when the nominations were revealed earlier this week, I was shocked because there was a lot of love for a lot of different films that I wasn't even
0: expecting. Yeah, I was quite surprised by the list, to be honest with you.
1: And, you know, I think it accurately represents what a lot of these other award shows is missing. Mm. Because this is a voice of 35 different critics who, you know, go out and they see movies on a regular basis week after week. And to have a movie like Searching show up and Sorry to Bother You show up multiple times... You know, it shows that w- there's a bigger audience, and um, there's there's a, a huge Latino community and, and Asian community, and it's nice that these movies
3: are represented in our awards. And they're movies that shouldn't be forgotten. Searching no. is a damn fine movie. Searching is a really good movie. Yeah. Real, I was stunned really at how good much I, enjoyed. Yeah. I mean, so... There are so many movies that come out in a, in a given year. We talk about them throughout the year, but sometimes they will be forgotten if they came out in January. Well, there's March, also, March.
0: We, and we've discovered this before. There, there yeah. is a, it, it appears to be sometimes, especially certain weeks, there is an oversaturation of releases and sometimes oh, yeah. it can be a week where mm. there are two, sometimes three really good movies that completely different, completely different levels of distribution, but all deserve to be seen and tell different stories and strike different tones or messages. Absolutely. And I think it's oversaturation. I think there is an element to these battle for the screens which going back to the Netflix thing I think is sometimes actually good it makes it more accessible when you would struggle to get screens in a lot of theatres around the US uh, simply by popularity and demand etc etc but I think um yeah, I, I think it is. It is nice to, to have that. I think it's really, it's really important. Um, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. great.
3: And then, then you said the heat you give. Like, yeah, I mean yeah. these are these are movies
0: that are being
3: which ignored. was criminally overlooked at yes. the box office. Criminally overlooked. I, I agree.
1: And it's like a lot of people are just not going. At, you know, not highlighting these films. Well, it's, wait, it's, wait, it's becoming. It's be- every list that you know we just talked about it. It's just becoming re- repeats after repeats after repeats. So I mean, I was proud as the founder of. This this organization to see so many films that are not anywhere else Mm. and when the winners are announced later on today that continues that tradition
2: Mm-hmm. You should be proud. Good for you, Scott.
1: Yeah, Thank you. I
3: think so. You're
2: still a racist though. Yes, I am. <laughs> hey, so what
3: don't. are you racing? What kind of car? Okay, um, so
0: boom.
2: Slaughter race. Boom. So we just- <laughs>
0: Slaughter race. So yeah, I think I, I you know, I think it's, it's really good to have these alternative organizations out there that are that are pushing a lot of these these films forward. Did okay.
1: you hear about the Latino uh group that was an uh, just announced today. today? Yeah. I did not. Latino. So, Press. so um Clayton Davis over at Award Circuit okay. launched a um Latino Entertainment Journalist Association. So it's highlighting all the different journalists who are of Latino descent. And it's, 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 very, it's a, a first of its kind, mm-hmm. to my knowledge, and I think it's now is the time, and I'm glad that he did it.
0: Well, I, I think the, the diversification of the industry, I think, is, is, is invaluable and really important. Uh, I think what's really important as well is for outlets to, to pay the people that are contributing and pay them a decent amount of money so this doesn't become a hobby for some people which i think is unfortunate i think it does the industry down one thing i do come across sometimes with the issue of diversity when it comes to writing and criticism and journalism in general is sometimes people say we need more people from x group to cover x movies and while i think that is important because it it reflects a, a personal view i think that's important. I think it's a, it's kind of sets a slightly difficult and and dangerous precedent where mm-hmm. in fact, X people can only cover X movies, and I think we need to move away from that. It's important to have those voices, but I think it can also sometimes, if if it's meant well but poorly considered, I think it's actually counterproductive. Well, it's the
2: same thing as being saying so and so only this person or that person can to direct, write a or or write direct a movie or write a movie. Yeah, this kind of that kind of. Movie. I
1: want I want this. I'm going to go on my soapbox for a second. I want.
0: Can this, I have it back because I'm yeah, really yeah. Sure. Okay.
1: I just want our our industry yeah. to just fully embrace and come together as one. Yeah. And I know it's gonna take a long time. But until that happens, I celebrate people like Miranda Bailey, yep. who launched Cherry Picks. I Respect Clayton Davis for doing this mm-hmm. for the Latino community, but I cannot wait until we stop putting people in boxes yeah. and we just create an organization. And that was the whole goal of the one that I created yeah. was to just bring everyone together and have one unique voice.
0: I think it's really important, and I, I absolutely push for more diversity. And we try to do that on the show, and we're going to be embracing that more in the next year. And thank that you. That was Scott.
3: one hell of a soapbox. That yeah, was I zest. think it's, it's <laughs> great. And also, Got thank, emotional there. Yeah. At the end. But also, yeah. thank
0: you, Scott, for doing that. You're I know welcome. audiences. Will appreciate that I and certainly so. the members of the, the press who represent minority groups I think will appreciate that too okay a couple Great. of other things I need to touch on we only have 20 minutes left on the show uh, Forbes this week I don't know who wrote this Who's I, don't I, don't know. Know. I don't know who wrote, Forbes? Uh, Brian Forbes no. uh, Mr <laughs> and Mrs Forbes from Idaho, uh, from Idaho. From yeah I- he's still <laughs> waiting for Roma for God's <laughs> sake uh, anyway, there was, a, there was an interview with Chris McQuarrie this week, I don't know who did this, uh, with regards to the home entertainment release of Mission Impossible Fallout with a yes. ball out. Um, so, uh, is
2: that the official title?
0: It is, yes. that's that, yeah. That's, that's, they yeah, renamed it. For the it. home entertainment. Uh, so I was chatting to him... Ooh. Cat out of the bag, spoiler.
2: <laughs> uh, and obviously, I was
0: talking to him. We discussed a number of things, and you can find this article up up on Forbes, uh, including the fact that obviously he's the only director to return to the Mission Impossible franchise in right. two yep. movies. Is he considering doing a trilogy, uh, as Marvel have done with Agents of Shield and basically done fill in stories and stories around the the the, the edge uh, with characters and the galaxy? Is he looking or considering doing? That with Mission Impossible and doing filler stories, exploring the universe of Ethan Hunt, uh, exploring the MI universe, and looking at characters around that. There's plenty of stories to tell there. So we cover that. But also, he appears to be something of a franchise whisperer for Paramount. Uh, When it comes to Mission Impossible, he's obviously given his magic touch to Top Gun 2 He did Jack Reacher. He then exec produced the second one, which okay didn't do phenomenally well. well. Well, That was a terrible. Did not do phenomenally well. But he's got that relationship with Paramount. And there was another, it, it suddenly occurred to me that there's another franchise at Paramount, the Star Trek franchise, um, where it's kind of, you know, it's, it's moribund. It's kind of floating slightly without without a rudder or, or anything at the moment. And I asked him, you know, is, is that something that you would consider? And he is a massive Star Trek fan. You know, Wrath of Khan is like his, one of his favorite movies of all time. He grew up with Star Trek watching, he's a big fan. And he referred to it as if that door opens, he would look into it. Um so what are your thoughts on Chris McQuarrie uh, which is easy for you to say. Uh Chris McQuarrie. Uh what so let's go to Dimitri, uh, resident I, Star Trek fan. Yeah, as a, uh, your thoughts on on Chris McQuarrie taking that on either in a directorial role
3: or some other capacity. What do you think? I would rather go with him than Quentin Tarantino. Okay. I mean right off the bat. I mean if if he's with his talents as a director and as a screenwriter and this is something that he loves to do. I'm all in. Star Trek, especially after the last movie needs, needs a jolt in the arm. And I Mm. think it's biggest detractor has been Paramount. Paramount. I don't know why, but ever since like, they, they just don't know what to do with this, with the franchise. Mm. And I don't under I don't get it. JJ Abrams. Biggest problem is that Paramount and CBS and whatever they, 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 they didn't know what to do and how to market and, and, and so they're their biggest detractor. They need somebody to come in and take the reins who knows what they're talking about and knows how to direct. I mean, when you see what Christopher McQuarrie has done mm. with Mission Impossible, yeah. could you imagine him doing something like that mm-hmm. with Star Trek? Where he actually oh, I can, understands the
2: universe and the villains? I think it would be great. And he could get Chris Pine back, maybe. I'd rather see him go back and do a third Mission Impossible movie. Personally. I would love him me, to do a too.
0: Mission Impossible. I would th- really love to see him round out that that trilogy why think. can't he
2: do
3: both Like, he, can, <laughs> that's but he can't
0: overwhelm himself because then the quality declines
1: like Jack Reacher 2
0: here's a thought <laughs> as he's clearly got a very good relationship with Tom Cruise and obviously they worked on The Mummy terrible film but they uh, worked on that together and J.J. Abrams and J.J. Abrams what about uh, you say the return of Chris Pine what about transporting Tom Cruise to the Star Trek universe.
3: Well, I, I'm not opposed to it. I mean, not as but not necessarily Captain even Kirk, a, not as Captain Kirk, sure. but perhaps
0: maybe as it could a be as admiral or, of or a
3: Starfleet or ad, something.
0: Yeah, something. Yeah. Would you? I mean, I would. I mean, I enjoyed all of the Star Trek movies. Um, I know Beyond took a, a lot of shit, but I actually really enjoyed that movie. Um, but I would love to see Tom Cruise doing Star Trek. I, he, I mean, the set pieces in those movies are great anyway. Yeah,
1: but if you yeah.
3: add the Tom Cruise sparkle, sure. Yeah. I mean, I am oh, wow. not. You went really high. Though. That's amazing. <laughs> That's a- I'm not opposed. Okay. I'm really not opposed, and I think if anybody can write that ship, it would be somebody like a Christopher McQuarrie. You know, it would, he would be fantastic. It'd be work. very
0: enterprising. Okay, oh.
3: moving on. Oh, oh, there you go.
0: Yeah. Dad jumps, not yeah. even a dad. I'm so
2: glad I came out to the Valley for that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a, lot
0: yeah. of, a lot of people got upset about this because women. Uh, Female led <laughs> 21 Jump Street spin off, eyeing Tiffany Haddish and Aquafina to star. I'd Disgust. watch that.
2: I'd watch it. I'd watch that. I think they're both hilarious. Yeah. I think Aquafina's fantastic. Yeah. That, that ad she does on Google yeah. where she says, oh, yeah. can I see, uh, show me a healthy succulent and they show and she says, oh, yeah, mm. no, that's bud. I'm like, that's funny. Yeah. I mean, I, I,
0: uh, a lot of people are going, oh, my God, why are they rebooting this? Uh, why are they rebooting this? I'm not, this is not a reboot. This is going to be a I'm,
1: spin-off. I'm not, I'm not on board with this, not because of women, but because I, I go on this soapbox, too. Women deserve their own movies, and they deserve their own franchises. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. I think that's
0: fair. I mean, I, to be honest with you, I, those pairing I would I would genuinely enjoy, and I would like to see it. Uh, I, I think it's a little bit sort of early to retire the, the Channing Tatum a, Jonah Hell why can't pairing. they
3: just be in a cop buddy movie like well, that why franchise them, reboot that reboot that genre why not and right, make it funny
0: but right. why not put them all in the movie two guys oh, okay. and two women why I, not have them as two sets of yeah. cops within sure. the rival department same department you know, rival cities going Different from district, city to yeah, city. Yeah. Why not do that rather than go? Well, you know, we we're gonna have. They're not gonna be in it. We're gonna put I, the women. I get I what you're
3: saying. I don't. I don't disagree. But look what Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy
2: did with the Heat. Great movie. Yeah. Historical. Yeah, right? Yeah, great yeah, great movie. Movie. Was that part of a? Franchise? That's what I'm saying. Original, like, like original content. Please do the heat. Do the heat <laughs> again. <laughs>
1: do something original. Do the heat again.
0: <laughs> again. Again. Again.
3: And in the apocalypse, too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, I don't, there were a lot of reboot announcements made yes, last week, and yes. I'm like, are you fucking kidding I, I, me? I know, uh, <laughs> I just stopped. <laughs>
0: so. uh, talking of uh, reboots, not really a reboot, it's more of a, a re- revival or a regurgitation or a or a... <laughs> <laughs> summoning up of the of the terrible. I mean, I could literally hear Prince turning in his grave when this was announced this week. Uh, a Prince musical is in the works. Uh, his songs are going to be turned Shockwave. into a movie, but it won't be a biopic.
2: Well, it's going to be like a jukebox musical, like um, Mamma uh, Mia ca- across the universe, or yeah, Mama Mia across
1: the
0: universe, yeah. so... Rock of Ages. Well,
1: I the well, like no, Rock of Ages. Rock
2: of Ages though is is a, is a the, the the Broadway musical, yeah. Yeah. so it's not one artist's music, That's right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I think this is a horrible idea. <laughs> 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 I mean, I'm not I'm not going to dress it up. I mean, I, I love Prince, but his his songs they don't tell a narrative. No. I mean, okay, my, my Abba's don't either, but that kind of works. But
3: I, I Prince I would
0: Prince Red would Corvette.
3: I I think his songs tell a narrative but for short films. They're yeah. not they're 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 obviously doing this because of like Bohemian Rhapsody being so popular yeah. and things like that. Well, but there's also,
2: there's. But again, it, that, that, was, that was different. So Bohemian, that
3: Bohemian Rhapsody, sorry, Neil.
0: Bohemian Rhapsody is different because Bohemian Rhapsody is the, the legacy of a band and their lead singer. And those songs are on the timeline. Mm-hmm. The right. songs right. are not driving the story. And She on Indigo, ah. I hear a little silhouette of a man's a caramel! You know, it's not. Wow, that's that was not a scary. happening, thank you. That, that's different <laughs> to, like, oh, hey, I kissed the teacher. Huh, if only there was a song for that. Yeah. Oh, here we go, here we go again. Oh, it's so got a song for that. Who fucks Fernando? Oh, got a song for that. It's kind of like. It's different.
2: My. The, the only What's the weather like, Prince? It's rain. What color? Purple rain. <laughs> The well, only, that was already a movie. The only retort I have is yes. that... Remake that. Come on, there's a joke. Sign of the Times yeah. has a narrative to it. Yeah. I mean, there's a through line to that concert film. Yep. So it's not out of their own possibility that somebody looks at that and sees all the money out there to be made and says... You know what? If I, I can find... He has such an enormous amount of material... Yeah. That mm. you're going to tell me he can't... Somebody can't find 15, 20 songs? They did it for Billy Joel, for yeah. Christ's yeah. People yeah. in
0: the chat talking about this. Uh, dad joke rating, 10 out of 10. Nailed that one. <laughs> Nailed that one. Didn't even have to have any kids. Yes. Oh. yes. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Wesley Kid, uh, I'm not on board with gender-swapping roles. Not after the ridiculous Ghostbusters. Okay, we have differing opinions on that. I didn't think it was terrible. I know a lot of people hated it. Uh, Wesley Kid wants that Prince movie... Oh, yeah? Hmm. hmm. Uh, Zayce Blue uh, ain't gonna love this up above. Uh, I wonder who they'll cast in the role. Prince would need a hard R rating. Scott Boswell. I would like to see something that's gritty in a musical. Absolutely. Zeno uh, Hour. Uh, Prince w- would have been pissed at this movie. I, I think agree. pissed is an understatement. Yes. yes. Uh, Westy kids. Uh, they need to make biopics of all the best singers. No. Nope. Uh, Sky Patterson. Zeno <laughs> Hour. I agree with you. And B. Lou agreed. Scott. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I just don't think just. I just, no. No. No, I think Prince is, it's like doing it with David Bowie. Sure. Or, now you're you talking. Know, I mean, yeah, but that would be fuck I mean, I love David Bowie. But if it was a biopic of David Bowie. Bowie? Sure. David Bowie. Bowie. Bowie.
2: Bowie. 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 Uh, you're, I, like, I, you're like uh, what's his name Benedict Cumberbatch not being able to pronounce penguins oh yeah that Peng-wings. was great penguins uh,
0: but yeah no I, I just think if it was a biopic I would absolutely support a David Bowie thing sure Bowie Bowie. I uh, Bowie. Bowie. uh
3: But I, I don't, uh, I, I don't know. I just got very, I don't, very I don't know. How about a movie featuring <laughs> music from the Knack?
0: Okay, let's do a little, <laughs> let's do a little quick thing, because we need to get to a couple of Marvel trailers that came out this week and the week's big releases. A uh, couple of news drops. Uh, Disney's Cruella de Vil eyes uh, Craig Gillespie uh, from iTonya to direct. Interesting. A lot of people got on, uh, got excited about Emma Stone as Cruella de Vil. Oh, yeah. That story came out months ago. I know yeah. it did months almost ago almost like yeah. a year ago at this and point th- this yeah. is this is one of the things that annoys me about the industry is there are so many people who are in this industry <sighs> doing it as a fucking hobby that they can't they i mean does track google of yeah they can't keep track of yeah.
1: anything they
0: can't keep track don't hire give people a break but don't hire amateurs and pay people the quality of the journalism counts and if it matters it's worth paying for uh crazy mm-hmm. rich agents flopped in china this week no surprise. Not entirely surprised. No, no surprise. A lot, no, no. Of, a lot of people surprise. were like, "Oh." Yeah. But uh, when you when you sell a film that is predominantly an Asian cast in predominantly non-Asian areas, it is something new. When you take <laughs> a predominantly Asian cast movie to Asia, it's not new. Hmm. Every day. <laughs> it's it's like there, yeah. there, there you go yeah. i mean no, it's yeah. it's a breakthrough in this market
2: hey we're in shanghai would you like some chinese food yeah. here they just call yeah. it food yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just crazy um,
0: tales from the crypt reboot is as dead as the crypt keeper according to m night Shyamalan. i'm disappointed me, I know. Too. me too i like I know. the tales from the crypt Shame movies
3: I, Man, did. I did too no i i think um something to that i i think that could have worked it could have worked. I think it just worked. Like I could just like Show. I think it could bring Show back. Too. Okay,
0: a Men in Black International is the title of an upcoming Men in Black reboot. Uh, found that out. I think that was Scott at Collider who actually broke that news this week. He was at a uh, uh, in Sao Paulo at a, at a convention there. Uh, I don't like that title. Not that Sony care.
2: No, I don't either. No, no. no. I think it's great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we know being where they are the just being contrarian yeah. at this point point. and Resident Evil reboot to be directed by 47 meters yeah. down no! from like Johannes Roberts oh
3: Now, what was no! it like a year ago two years ago I'm just, so overwhelmed. It was
0: last year the final Resident Evil movie came the? out
3: what the hell? Like, yeah. No.
0: It's actually called Resident I'm excited Evil. I'm about it. What the know.
2: hell? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
0: Okay, cool. So, guys, uh, let's talk on to a couple of trailers that dropped. Uh, first of all, thank you very much to Disney and Marvel for dropping a trailer. Not at 10.11 when this show <clears throat> oh, finishes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but actually this morning, uh, which was fantastic. So I woke up I with everybody freaking out yeah. about The Avengers. Not obviously in my house. That would have been slightly <laughs> weird. The Avengers! Um, let's talk about, first of all, uh, Captain Marvel dropping earlier this week. Um, I'll be really honest with you I really like the look of this movie and I'm very much looking forward to seeing it I am not as in love with the trailer as some other people are yes. I think it's a good trailer It, Yas, Quinn Why did you do Yas? It's because I agree with you it's a, it's, a good, it's a good trailer but it didn't It doesn't t- have that hook No, it, I watched it twice and I was kind of like Okay See, but here,
2: okay, two things. The last time I was here, I talked about the fact that I think trailers and the the amount of energy we put into them mm. is stupid. Yes, it is. It's unbelievably stupid. And but also secondly,
0: predicting. I've seen so many stories this week about, oh, trailer coming. Oh,
2: have you got nothing
0: better to do? Then write articles about a trailer's coming on. Is it they Thursday? Not. Is it Friday? Is it Saturday? And then, <laughs> and then <laughs> there's a <laughs> the, <laughs> the
2: frame-by-frame breakdown of the trailer. Yeah. 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 On top of that, Come on, but on, guys. but on top of that, the second thing is, it doesn't. with Captain Marvel, it doesn't matter what it they show not. us because no. people are going to go. It's the, right. Aside from how ex- it's it's a Marvel movie in March, just like you know last year with Black Panther at the end of February, it's Brie, uh, Brie, Larson. Brie Larson, so it's a female-led movie. Yep. And it's six weeks before Avengers. It's the last chapter before the endgame comes out. People are going to... fly. I mean, it's, it's going to break records, or it's going to come close to it. It's going re- to be insane. So it's, it doesn't matter do. what the trailer is.
0: No, it's going to be phenomenally well. And I'll be yeah. honest with you, one, one plus side to the fact that the trailer didn't make me go, ooh, and blow me away with spectacle, even though it's really impressive, and it certainly increases my want to see it, it doesn't spoil the movie. That's exactly right. And there's so many movies. And Mary Poppins, going back to that very briefly, is a really good example of this. There were so many things in the Mary Poppins trailer that makes everybody go, ooh, and ah. And when you see the final movie and they're in context, you've already seen a lot
2: of the ooh, ah, move moments. And it just kind of takes the shine off it a little mm-hmm. bit. If I could just very quickly jump in sure. on this topic. Um, a perfect example is uh, the the Girl in the Spider's Web. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where the fantastic we, opening sequence in that apartment yeah. mm-hmm. with that husband and wife. Yeah. And it's all in the trailer. So when I, the show movie opens, you're like, I've seen this 17 times. Yeah. Um,
3: when we broke that movie down, on an Anatomy of a Movie, I specifically talked about that trailer. Mm-hmm. It not only gave away that, but it gives away the movie. it gives away the twist yeah. it gives about away the, the twist well, yeah. it's and, like the, but it, it's to it your it point needed. about not giving yeah. away too much yeah.
2: Captain Marvel is not giving but, any spoilers. but the Mile 22 yeah. trailer was the whole fucking movie oh my god seconds. it was yeah. and, and that's literally. all you ever need to see that's all you'd ever need to see. do not, 90 not support 90 the movie. Seconds I didn't yeah.
3: mind the, the, the Captain Marvel trailer yeah. I mean it added to the teaser that was released some months ago um you get to see more of Brie Larson in as the hero. It's never outfit, a bad thing because I love I really her too, like, amazing. I didn't, I didn't dislike it. I really actually enjoyed the trailer. I've been looking forward to this movie. I think it's going to be Marvel's Wonder Woman, so to speak. And I think they're going to, I think it's going to be, it looks like a lot of fun. Looks and like, I love it looks that fun. it's in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Na- is 90s. That, uh, I thought this was is it 90s it's, it's,
0: 90s. It it's the 90s, it the 90s. Oh. Uh, Scott Boswell uh, Captain Marvel trailer was meh uh, B. Bilou loved the trailer now the fanboys can't hold their nut another month or so <laughs> uh, Zinoran Pridget Neal uh, B. Lou, yeah I agree with that trailer stuff too good to hear you agree and obviously we encourage people to disagree because just because we say it it doesn't mean that's what you've got to think uh, Sky Patterson Craig Gillespie set to direct the live action adaptation of, yeah we know that uh, film set in the 80s punk rock London I like it but Tilda Swinton's crew out of Yes. I think they're going for a younger look. Westy Kid, uh, Captain Marvel will be good. Samuel L. Jackson was a huge part of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I think generally, you know, people are excited about it. But let's That's talk cool. about, um, It was a brill- I woke up to an email this morning from Disney that uh, was saying the Avengers trailer has dropped. And everyone's been wondering, what's the <laughs> subtitle going to be? And in the email it said, PS, the title of the movie is revealed at the end. <gasps> but then you go to the YouTube thing and it says, it says Avengers it right Endgame. I'm like,
2: come on, people. <laughs> Spoiler! Come
0: on! So yeah. Spoilers. So anyway. So obviously that dropped this morning. We've all had a chance to watch it. Uh, what are your thoughts on the on the Avengers trailer?
2: I liked it. I mean, it doesn't give away too much. It mm-hmm. kind of tells us what we need. Um, I mean, all of us are going to go see it twice.
0: Yeah, true. You know, well, certainly once. At certainly least once.
2: at least once. Once. But I mean, once. once. But I mean, I like the end with the Scott Lang thing. That, yeah, was, very, that, was, that was a great. nice touch. Yeah. T-
0: seriously, at, at Paul Rudd as Ant Man. Just he I just doubt. makes yeah. me. I don't my like heart the two movies, but he's
3: I really like the two movies, but as far as the trailer goes, we talked about this a little bit at breakfast too. You missed a good conversation. I, apparently, um, it was too busy. It didn't focus on action. Yeah, yeah. like it it at the all. Rest, it didn't the show us yeah. any action. It just showed us these characters it's and, on and drama. this aftermath. Yeah. It was drama. good to see uh, Jeremy Renner back as Hawkeye. Yeah. yeah, it was good to see. So that aspect of the trailer, I was really surprised because I, I figure. They're gonna go for the, They're definitely gonna open up with action or something. But I liked how it played out. It and as good. much
0: as I, as much as I enjoy the action and uh, you know in these in these superhero movies Come and on. I really do, it's impressive and it's just a marvel to watch. No pun intended. <laughs> amazingly, um, but I do miss the drama. I do miss the story. And we were saying at breakfast this morning that I think that one of the reasons that movies like Civil War work and Winter Soldier work and why they constantly talk people's things is because they have the spectacle, they have the action, but they also have the drama and the emotion. Yeah. Uh, so, two big trailers this week. Also, uh, there was a trailer that dropped this week for uh, Once Upon a Deadpool, but we don't have time for that. I do want to touch on a couple of the releases uh, heading into theatre this week. Not a massive weekend at the box office. Uh, it seems like Ralph is going to take the number one spot again. Uh, ben is back, first of all. Um, Sorry. Which I saw by accident. I was meant to see Dumplin' and I got sent to the wrong screening um, but I wanted to see Ben is back and I personally I really enjoyed it I think Julia Roberts is amazing She's in this amazing. movie um, I, I, you know I think Lucas is absolutely amazing in Very this movie good. I but, hated the ending I hated the ending I hated the ending but the trailer sells a movie that the movie is not the trailer makes it look like a woman looking for her missing son it makes it look like Taken and this is not that movie at all the movie that you see though is is absolutely worth watching It's harrowing is brilliantly done. Oh, very harrowing. Yeah. harrowing oh my gosh very harrowing so you've both seen it neil and scott yes give me scott first of all give me your thoughts on this
1: i i've been rooting for this movie since i saw toronto i, right. I think it's just a tour de force performance by julia roberts like everyone's been saying yeah um peter hedges like uh, uh, i'm sorry lucas, lucas hedges. hedges lucas hedges is just continues to be such a phenomenal actor and there's just certain scenes in this movie, and I've watched this movie twice now, that you go back and you watch it again and they, they, they kinda connect the dots a little earlier on earlier on in the film. Yeah. And they make the movie even more powerful. This is one of the rare films that I watched a second time and I actually think it's better the second time around. New.
2: I like the movie a lot, and for most of the time I'm sitting there thinking, This is really good. This is really good. I hated everything about the final five, six minutes of the movie. Interesting. Everything about it I hated. I thought it was a cop out. I thought that the way that everything kind of came about at the end, I'm speaking very vaguely. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, away, I know. But to me, the ending failed the movie. I'm not, not enough to not say that it's not a good movie. Not enough to, not enough to, to condemn the film, but, or to not recommend it. But to me, it was, the, I, I I was pissed at the ending. I walked out of the theater like, damn it, they didn't stick the landing.
0: It, yeah, I, 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 com- I completely agree. I wasn't, the ending didn't exactly work for me. But I'll tell you what though, um, Scott, if only the the Los Angeles Online Film Critics Society um, had a show on the Popcorn Talk Network, and Peter Hedges was on it one day, I think that would be a wonderful thing. What do you think?
1: I, I think that would be great, and okay. and it might just become a reality today. What? Yes, at eleven a.m. PSD.
0: Here on the Popcorn Talk Network. Here on the
1: Popcorn Talk. Are you Network. interviewing
2: Peter Hedges? Yes. Oh, awesome. That was amazing. Let's hey, just a little more got? he is. he's yeah, got a lot going great. on he's got a lot going on <laughs> he's overwhelmed uh, also coming out
0: this week uh, Vox Lux which I really um, want to see and um, which also yet. sounds like a brand of contraceptive
2: yes <laughs> it sounds my new, like it's my condoms new, it's my new vacuum cleaner
0: Ah, okay oh Vox Lux yes. gets in the corners <laughs> yeah, yeah. fantastic <laughs> the corner. uh, I hear it sucks though okay so I have not seen this movie um, I've heard great things I haven't seen Natalie no seen Portman that. it's a it's a jarring film right
1: uh, and it'll leave people on both sides of the fence I mean, I can see people walking out of this movie and absolutely hating every moment of yeah. it. Um, it does feel like two different films, so be prepared for that when you go into it. First half is very dark and full of, like, violence. Second half is more more about the stardom and becoming a pop star and being privileged. Uh, very bold film. Uh, not for everyone, but I appreciated it from an
0: artistic perspective. So if you're going to see that you need to check that out in the next couple of weeks because I'm assuming once oh, games the holidays
2: it it's not a holiday movie. Gone. If you're you in might. New York, you can we'll see it at Film Forum. It's going to yeah. be an extended you're going to be it's going to be an extended And, and if you're here Showing in that.
3: LA, I do know for a fact they're doing Q, a lot of Q&As actually. Yeah, Natalie yeah, Portman, Natalie Portman. Uh they they're doing one I think it may be the Arc Light tonight and yeah. then tomorrow yeah. at AMC Century City. Mm-hmm. And also we've got to wrap up in
0: just a second, we'll I'm say who everybody is and then we're gonna sign off. Oh, fantastic.
3: Yeah, cool. Uh just have to say something else
0: that's happening in LA this week is the very first uh you're gonna need a bigger boat uh yes. film quiz, which is happening at the three clubs uh in Hollywood on Vine. Uh it's a it's a quiz that I played in the UK for a long time, uh with my team over there. Uh, we're bringing it to LA. Uh the launch event is Saturday night. Uh, it's 4.30 doors, 5 o'clock start, ends at 7.15. So you've still got plenty of time to do your holiday shopping and all your other shit. <laughs> uh, come along. It is free. Uh, we would love to see you there. I am going to be co-hosting the launch event and then taking it on further forward. Uh, if we get enough support, we're going to make this a monthly thing. And we really appreciate it. And we would love to see you there. I know some people who are fans of Meet the Movie Press are going to be there. Dimitri,
2: you're going to be there. We Scott, you're going to be there. Combined, not, Neil hates us. I will yeah. not be there because uh, short notice. But I, next time I'm in town, I'll definitely be there. Don't call yeah. me short notice my name is Sh-
0: Simon that's really <laughs> okay so thank you so much guys for someone another someone doesn't talk. like
2: nicknames what can, en- I say? what
0: can I say I mean sugar tits I'll take but <laughs> short notice I don't like that one
2: before we go I would like to just say uh, I have a podcast of my own you Undo- do? unduly noted is what you can get on iTunes is me and Ryan Beeman uh, we talk once a week uh, same kind of stuff I mean if you like this you like uh, that and it's just funnier and where can we well that's that's you what know. uh, uh, de- 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 uh, is get the You got it dog so, so, the door. So, so, <laughs> so Neil,
0: where can we find you on Twitter?
2: Again at Neil Turrets, uh, and on Instagram I do something called six word reviews, where it's exactly what it sounds like. Is it I a love that, by the way. And number six, that. six word, number six word reviews. Sorry, what did you say? Is it is it a review in six words? That's exactly what... You know, I should describe it that way.
0: Yeah, you should Yeah, do. yeah forget it's what nappy. I said. It's snappy. that instead. Okay, Scott, who are you? Where uh, can we find you? I
1: just want to just do a shout out. Uh, everyone, please tune in to LAOFCS Weekly today. Peter Hedges will be on, as Simon allotted to earlier. And then finally, um, we are going to uh, be doing a
3: LAOFCS winner announcement today as well. So
0: please tune uh, And uh, Dimitri. <clears throat>
3: Uh, well, it's, it's always a privilege to be uh, have a seat at the table here at Meet the Movie Press on Popcorn Talk Network. Also, uh, please uh, tune into Popcorn Talk Network's Anatomy of a Movie when you want to take a deeper dive into the production of a movie. It's just more than an opinion show. Where today I'll be part of the panel talking about The Green Book. Can't wait! Really, one of my favorites movies of the year we awesome. only
0: have a couple weeks left on the show for 2018 so uh if you love the show make sure you tell people about it we really Please. appreciate it uh you can like you subscribe on youtube uh youtube uh we are on itunes and we're also on spotify now as well and podcast one so thank you so nice. much we appreciate the feedback but always keep it constructive and keep it civil we really appreciate that thank you so much for watching the show i am at showbiz simon on instagram and twitter i'll be back next week with the guys don't forget, catch the movies. Thank you so much. You have a good one. Stay safe. And uh, happy Hanukkah to all our... Uh, happy, all Hanukkah. Happy, happy Hanukkah! Fans. Happy Hanukkah, On behalf of Hanukkah. all
2: Jews, thanks, Simon. Your <laughs> spokesman? <laughs> How did I not know this? Thanks for having me back, guys. This is fun. having a good night you. <laughs> From producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com.